are back and we just missed a special day because it was casey's birthday the other day thank you thank you i wasn't gonna bring it up uh on the episode i wasn't gonna talk about it at all i was gonna just you know go about my normal day normal podcasting i'm, I'm glad you brought it up though because i wanted people to know Happy birthday to you. You guys. Happy birthday to you. You know the song. Happy birthday, yep. dear Casey. Thank you. Happy Thank you. birthday to you. That Aww. was from all of the Mikeys. I Thank sang you. on their behalf. I hope you guys were singing along out there. Yeah. If you didn't rewind, sing with me. And uh, cheers. Beer. Yeah. Cheers. We've got a beer on this episode. You're even imbibing with me. Our beer Ooh, this that e- is good. Damn, I did a good job buying this. Our beer this episode is brought to you by Chen's. He bought it for me for my birthday. It is Grand Terrestrial Rhapsody by Flying Monkey Brewery. It's a pineapple double IPA. I literally went to the liquor store and I said, which one has the most colors on it to go with the tie-dye headband vibe of Casey? Yeah, it makes sense. The beer fits my general aesthetic, so I'm not surprised you picked it. But also, they they get you... They, that's a, oh, they're good. Craft breweries are really good. That's like all that matters. Branding. The craft beer, because you're like, I don't know if this is good or not, but the can looks sick, so I'll get it. I think that's 95% of the, the buying know, decision. Ever since I've been working at the brewery, I've been trying to figure out like my taste, like the palate, like how to taste what's a good one and what's not a good one. But I just legitimately like all of the beers that I try. Except sour. We were saying sours are fucking gross. I don't know. Casey's not as strongly in that opinion as I am, but I think people who like sours are fucking crazy. I've come, I've come around on them a little bit, but they're like, you know, they're actually spoiled beer. That's what a sour is. Yeah. And it's fucking gross. So it makes sense. Yeah. But there, but I've had sours I like now. Now I've nope. had sours I like. Never. I literally have. No, I don't know. It grosses me out. I can't do it. I I'm try them. Easy to please. Like I'm so easy yeah, to you please. Are. I'm the opposite. So that, that makes sense. Yeah. Like literally almost to a fault. I'm easy to please. Where I'd be like, people would be like, yeah, like we have a bed here. You could sleep in. I'd be like, no, I'm going to sleep on the floor. I'm just going to sleep on <laughs> no, the floor. I, I demand to have a worse situation. <laughs> um, I was just, I, I forgot. I just thought about it before we recorded then forgot to check uh we had to figure out who won the poll of the seats and i because so it was a bit confusing because there's three different polls and there's there's, well there's also overlap because i posted on mine it was on the men with mics and i realized people were voting on both so i i voted on every single one of them i could for me (laughs) for my option to win so i don't think we go by total votes i think we go by who won the most polls so there's three total polls so one of us had to win two polls. What was the third poll? I posted one, one on yours? my story. You uh, had one on your story, and we had one on the Men with Mike story. Well, mine was the winner was. Uh, Should yours. we, in case anyone doesn't know what we're talking true, about? Yeah. So, <laughs> the last episode we talked about uh, flying on airplanes, and we were the saying, best seat. "What's the best seat?" I argued that it was the 
window seat. Casey argued it was the aisle seat. We left it up for the people. Didn't even give middle seat an option because that's an no, absurd answer. Everyone knows you sit in the middle seat because you're balling on a budget. Yeah. That's why you sit in the, <laughs> yeah. Or you, you scheduled your tickets very late. Yeah, and they just shoved you there. Yeah. Um, so on my poll, I think the aisle seat won. But on the Men With Mike's poll, the window seat won. And on my poll... My poll is going to decide I, the winner here. I it took seems. screenshots because I knew there was going to be overlap and I wanted to count beforehand. But as with most things, I forgot partially forgetting. I think that, I think the way we're doing it is a better way. Wait, how do I see it? Go in your archive. <laughs> like a fucking old man with this. No, where are you going? I I'm in my Instagram. Oh, archive. Whoa. And then go to that and see if the poll shows up. This is a whole new world. All your stories are there. Aisle one. Fuck. So that means aisle wins. So the big argument that people, because my main case for it was it's the walls to sleep. And then pe what people would say is, oh, but what's bad about the window seat is if you want to get up, you have to ask people to move. But this, what I said is you're the one in charge because you don't ever have to get up for someone else. So if the person in the aisle has to pee, like... Like, nobody can ask you to get up, but when you have to get up, you boss them around. But no one's going to move you. So, like, you you will never be disturbed, but you can disturb everyone else. Like, you're the captain of the aisle, of the row. Yes, but everyone who's picking the aisle seat, what they're saying, and you don't realize it because you enjoy this because you're sick and demented. <laughs> what they're saying is, I don't want to have to bother someone to go to no, the bathroom. And you're saying, yeah. you're I saying, what are you alpha. talking about? Yeah. You get to make someone get up. <laughs> yeah. You get to force them. They don't have a choice. Once they someone have to bitch. do yeah. what you tell them to. And everyone's like, I just don't want to bother them. <laughs> and I have a, I have a weak bladder. I pee a lot. I want to fucking ruin someone's flight. Make them get up 50 times. My thing is the wall sleeping part of being in a window seat does not outweigh enough. All the like free like you even though there's not more space it feels like there's more space when you're sitting in an aisle seat i think it's an illusion because though. you don't have a wall and you don't have a human like you know window seat at least to the right you don't have a human but you're still like pretty closed in there like when i'm in an aisle seat a lot of times when they're not walking by i'm like hanging my leg out and yeah, then you always got to be on the lookout that's like a that's like stressful you gotta be, keep your head on a swivel if the person's coming with the cart Bro. run your foot over the one flight I was on coming back from London, um, there was a Hasidic Jewish family on the plane. And let me say this right now, like it has nothing to do with their religion or anything. Oh, Hasidic or Jewish people suck. <laughs> they do. They're, they are they're, mean. They're, they're mean, mean as yeah, fuck. I think that's a stereotype that they're mean. It's not a stereotype. It's a yeah. fact of reality. Yeah. And of course, it's not all of them. But like every single Hasidic Jewish person that I have interacted with has personally, personally in my life has been a piece of shit. <laughs> I'm not I'm not even like kidding about it. And I know some of them that like run businesses and they're normal. Like I like I know people who have like landlords that were Hasidic Jewish people and they're normal and they're nice. So I know that they're not all assholes, but like a, a lot of them are dickheads. And I was on this flight with this family and these little kids in the Hasidic Jewish family. I kid you not a flight from London to New York uh, at night. I think it was like an at night flight. Everyone's trying to sleep. 
they're fucking sprinting up and down the aisle. I started like fucking Did you trip one. I trying to, <laughs> but they would, but they would, uh, they'd always see my leg and like step over it. But I started like throwing my leg out there, trying to just bring one of them down. I even like tried to like th- throw it out there last minute. So are they really the assholes or are you the asshole? You're trying to beat up their kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to beat up their kids. I'm trying to make them so fucking parent their kids. <laughs> it was insane. That's and so then this one guy who is like, God bless him. He just stood up out of his seat and he just started walking slowly up and down the aisle. So that way the kids couldn't sprint anymore. He was just getting in their way. <laughs> yeah. He would just get in their way and wouldn't get out of their way. So then they'd have to. Like, and then they would still like slide by. I was like, oh my God, these crazy. fucking kids. Kids are crazy. I don't know if I said this when we talked about it last week, but on the the one flight I was on going to Jackson Hole, my friend uh, right behind him had this family where it was like the dad and two kids and the kids just would not stop fucking screaming. And the one, the one girl's yelling at her dad like, Peppa Pig, I want Peppa Pig, like <laughs> screaming at the top of her lungs. And he's like, okay, stop fucking yelling. Like, <laughs> that, I feel bad, dude, when you're a parent like that because there's nothing you can do. You're just ruining, you know you're ruining everyone's time. You're embarrassing yourself, but like you can't. I forget which comedian, there's a comedian that does this stand-up bit about going to the movie theater and a baby starts crying right at the beginning of the movie. And this old man from down in the front row just yells, shut it up or get it out. <laughs> Can you imagine if you just, if someone's being too unruly on a plane, they just eject them from the plane. So it's just a kid won't stop yelling. It's like, sorry, rules are rules. And United just punch the kid out of the fucking flight. <laughs> Holy fuck, dude. One of my biggest, I don't get worried about a lot of things with flying. Like I, I kind of know, you know, in my mind, everything's so, technology driven except the 737s that crash all the time yeah that like yeah (laughs) that i'm probably going to be okay and even in a worst case scenario still might have a chance to be okay i i honestly like i kind of eye up the people around me on the flight too and i'm like imagine what it would be like if i got stranded on an island with everyone on the flight like would i be jack from lost i think i kind of would be maybe maybe i'm more of a curly do you think there are really the air marshals on every flight you think someone's always strapped up on a flight like i don't believe that i feel like that's a myth oh that's for sure a myth yeah there's no there's no way someone's strapped up on but one of my biggest fears and i saw a fucking uh a news story about this this week is someone being like a crazy person and running and opening that door and then us all just getting like, yeah, but it can't be that easy. Out. Is that that easy? That someone's going to do it that quick before someone stops them? Well, the story no I saw is like the, a lady tried to do oh, it. Oh, and they taped her up. Yeah, <laughs> I did see that. Yeah. Duct taped to the <laughs> yeah. chair. And then someone was like, where's the air marshal with their handcuffs? And that's full yeah, circle. Because there was no fucking air marshal, <laughs> yeah, I don't not, think. It's not a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> what if everyone starts looking at the flight attendants like, where's the air marshal? Where's it? And the flight attendants are like, um, <laughs> fuck, fuck. Don't tell them. Don't tell them. Don't tell them. <laughs> yeah, like they, yeah. they have people have to think that's a real thing, so they can't admit that they're actually. Yeah, they're not. like it's like, like Santa Claus. Um, uh, <laughs> no, he's, I swear, Air he's busy. Will, he's in the bathroom. <laughs> he's in the bathroom. He'll be right out. Uh, the pilot fainted, and they all know how to fly, so he had to take over the the driving. <laughs> um, damn. So I can't believe I lost. I thought I. I don't know. And also, people were making the joke that's oh, like you're not t- like tall people. It's worse in the window seat. But I had a friend who's 6'3", I think, 6'4", and he was saying he prefers the window seat. 
Win- so I don't think I have that many people that are over six four. Window seats. Voting. Window seats are for children to look out the window when they're flying, and it's fun. And and for adults to look out the window when they're flying. I like looking out the window. How old are you? Like, act like you've been there before. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Come it's on. like, I, well, no, I don't know. I like looking out the I window. I don't think anyone's ever actually asked me if a flight is for business or pleasure, which now that I think about it, I'm a little insulted by people probably just assuming all of my flights are pleasure, or maybe they're assuming all my flights are business. They're like, this guy means fucking. But if, I, if, I, I, I'm going to say, be honest, you don't look like you're flying for business. Yeah. <laughs> you don't look like I somebody's know. doing that. Yeah. So. But if I ever get asked that question, I'm always saying business. Yeah. If, if someone asks. Yeah. You're like. It sounds way cooler. Well, you're also just like, I mean, I'm always fucking doing yeah. business. So yeah. there's always business to be had. <laughs> um, so how was your birthday? How was your week? Birthday was good. Went to a hometown carnival around the corner from here. Like a small little town carnival. Okay. Just because I've told you how much I love my hometown carnival, right? I think so. I don't remember. The hometown carnival in Tonkanic every year is probably, it doesn't get the the shine it deserves or the credit it deserves, but I guarantee you if anyone went there, they would say like top 10 event anywhere in the country. Stop. Is a carnival the same thing as like a, is a 4-H fair like that? Fairs are a little bit bigger than carnivals. So a carnival's smaller, but you're saying that it pops off? Carnival typically like fits in a parking lot and it's the big tents. So they're just rides? Is it games? There's rides, there's games, there's big tents. And our carnival is so much better than this one that I went to because like we have a beer tent and there's a wine, like a local winery that comes and it's like $2 beers and these gambling fucking wheel that you can play. And then all of the food tents Rather than at the carnival I went to this week, the food came from like the same people that sold that, like the carnival package that came with all the rides, like the carnies. They also were selling the food. Okay. So it was all like kind of, I don't know, just like shitty generic food. At my carnival, it's all volunteers that work all these tents. So there's like a fried foods tent. There's a wing tent. There's a the food is what matters. Yeah. Especially as you get old, the older you get, the only thing that matters at those things is if the food is good or not. Yeah. And for the football team, I used to help them pack it all up. And like all that equipment is owned by the fucking fire company that holds our carnival. So I'd say our carnival is up there with the fucking best of them. So I don't know if I, if we talked about this on the show and then I said it, cause you, you said you brought it up before your carnival, but I remember for our town's 4-H fair one time when I was in, I think I was a freshman in high school and there was this girl who was like, she was like one of the cutest girls in school at the time. Like yeah. in ninth grade, she was one of the top dogs and she had a crush on me. So I was like, all right, we're going to go to the, she How wanted to go know to the 4-H. She, had a crush? she made a note. Yeah. She like yeah. told her friend. And told her friend, like, hey, definitely don't tell him. I don't know how. No, nah, I don't remember how it happened. I just knew when we were talking and she that was wanted the thing to hang back out. back when we were that age, though. You know what I mean? I one You time, talk to. That's how you tell a girl you like her without having to, like, face rejection to your face. Through friends. Is you talk to her best friend. Yeah. And you say, hey, you definitely can't tell her this. When I was in middle school, I had, like, started dating and had breakups just through the girl, like, the friends of the girl. Like I would like the like the girl <laughs> would ask the girl at no out point for in me. time you yeah. never even spoke to the never. girl and by then, the time you guys broke up and then she would break up with me like the friend would break up with me for her friend yeah that's how most of it went I think in middle school <laughs> I was way too scared to ask a girl in person I one time uh, was quote unquote air quotes dating a girl 
we sat next to each other in class that week, never talked. And then I don't know how we broke up. I think someone sent um, the messenger to be like, hey, we're breaking up. Like, never talked to her. But we were dating. <laughs> that was like middle school, dude. I don't know. You weren't like that. You had, had confidence girl, in middle school. I had a girl break up with me in third grade because she said things were moving too fast. Damn. That's crazy. In third grade. God, <laughs> well, I didn't I realize I was laying down the romance. So, that's like good. That. She she knows what she wants. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's good. But I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, like when you're third grade, you're like, Nine. no clue how to process that. You're like, what do you mean? I'm sitting down. <laughs> we're we're nine years we're nine years old. Yo, we're moving too fast. Hot. <laughs> yeah, it's very warm what, in here. What's the right one? Three. Which one makes the noise? Two. Makes Two the makes the noise. Right. Three and one are safe. Okay. Um, which makes no sense. Um, oh, but the 4-H fair. So the, she wanted to go to the 4-H fair and she was going to bring her friend. And I was trying to get my best friend at the time to come, but like he didn't want to go. So I had to come up with a way to encourage him. So I told him that the girl's friend was really hot, but I knew she wasn't. <laughs> so I just, I like lied about like, oh my God, dude, she's so like, I forget what I said, but just totally lied, convinced him to go. And then he was so mad and had to be like, was with me at a 4-H fair, this girl he didn't like looking at llamas with this girl I had a crush on in ninth grade. But I, mean, I had to do what I had to do. He wasn't going to come. He was being a bad wingman. I had to get him to go somehow. Sounds good to me. Yeah. At our fair was the first time I ever smoked a cigarette. <laughs> That's a good coming of age uh, event. <laughs> Seriously. I guess that is the place where it starts. Because that I, makes like, sense. Broke off from my mom and was hanging out with these kids. And then before I knew it, we're like out in the parking lot. All sharing one cigarette that yeah. someone stole off their parents. That probably starts either at a fair or like in front of a 7-Eleven is probably everyone's first time smoking a cigarette. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it was disgusting. One time, a, a couple summers ago, we were going, it was when Jules first got hot in the streets and we were going to a Wawa down the shore and these young kids asked us, could you buy, like, could you go in and buy us Jules or Jewel oh, Pods? Jules. Jules, yeah. I thought you were talking about like a rapper. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's asking for Jewel Pods. And I just decided I'm going to act like an old uh, parent right now and yell. I just yelled at the kids. Like, I just took it as an opportunity. Like, I'm going to just parent these kids. Did, right you, now. did you parent them or did you actually yell at them? Yelled. Like, I was you like, raise your voice. I was like, you think I'm going to. Yeah, I yelled at them. I was like, you think I, I'm going to buy like jewel. Pod? You shouldn't <laughs> be smoking jewel. You're like 10 years old. Like, yeah, I lectured them and just screamed at them in front of Wawa. <laughs> like, like, absolutely not. You should not be smoking those things. You should be out at the beach playing with your friends like play go play football or something <laughs> you're smoking jewels you're 10 like <laughs> screamed at him oh my god and just picture those kids like sorry man <laughs> the, loser. the next and then, guy walks up they're like yeah sure Did you get us some fucking jewel pods this guy's being a dick <laughs> yeah i yelled at them they're Wait, probably was, like they're probably like my mom knows i jewel yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like my mom would get him but she's away for the weekend yeah, exactly but uh i just took it as an opportunity like i can just yell at a kid now and it's i feel like i'm in the right in that situation because they shouldn't be smoking jewels as kids that's not who it's for way to go you yeah. got them yeah i fucking showed, showed them, them. <laughs> showed them they probably to this day they probably haven't touched a jewel i bet you that kid went home and was like what what am I what am I doing with my life? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, that was an the intervention guys, he needed. Hey guys, I got him on the right path in life. You remember when that guy yelled at us in front of the Wawa? <laughs> he was right. <laughs> what are we doing, really? <laughs> We're blowing O's, man. <laughs> blowing fat clouds, bro. What the fuck are you talking about? Stop being lame. Um, how do we? I don't know how we got on that. Neither do I. 
Are you um, talking talk about your fair? Oh, you went to the fair this week. Carnival. Yeah, the carnival. Uh, yeah, no, I gave um, an interview on the news at my carnival one year. Uh, I, I thought you said you're going to do that again. I was like, you keep getting on the news and the radio and all this shit. That's, it's actually one of my low-key goals in life is to get on the local news it, in as many places as possible. Isn't your Twitter profile picture you on the news somewhere? Is that what you're talking about or is that a different time? It's the, That's exactly what I'm talking okay, about. Yeah, yeah. So is it pouring rain all weekend trying to bring the Tunkana Carnival down? Little does the impossible. rain. Little does the rain know who it's they're fucking task. with. <laughs> so I'm at the carnival and I'm walking around with a tent on my back because I was taking it to people who were working at the carnival to cover them up because it was raining outside. And uh, I saw the news guy and his cameraman, and I was like, "Hey, man, you want a good interview?" And he's like, "Yeah, I do." And I was like, "All right, let's do it." <laughs> we were like challenging each other. I was like, "All right, what's your question?" He's like, well, where are you from? And I was like, New York City. And he's like, and what brings you out? And I, and I just went off. Like, I literally was like, rain or shine. I come all the way from New York to come to the Tonkana Carnival every single year. I wouldn't miss it. It's an amazing time. I literally was like, every one of these booths, you see them all? I was drunk too. <laughs> it's like, you see all these booths? Volunteers, every single one of them. I was like, this is the best carnival in the entire state, maybe in the entire country, and everyone needs to show their respect and come on down to the Tonkana Carnival. Huh? And he was like, all right, thanks, man. And, and I, had all these, I had all these, yeah, I had all these old ladies being like, you were so good this morning on the news. <laughs> I have to say, I'm a little disappointed in you then. If you're uh, very good at getting on the news, I feel like those are, those are great opportunities to go viral. Like you've had several opportunities to have a viral moment and you have yet to succeed. I'm too... Um, I'm too uh, what is self-aware. That's my problem. How so? I mean, I am too, but how does that affect you in that situation? Like the the people of the internet, they yeah, can, actually, they I can see right through me. Yeah, like if I can, tried to do something, it's clearly that act. wasn't genuine. Yeah, like anytime someone tries to do a non-genuine thing to go viral, like with the the end goal is to go viral. It's yeah, people sniff it out. Exactly, yeah, you are right. Yeah, that is. That's what makes the things go viral partially. And I'm not, it's natural to. And I'm not yeah. hot enough. The only way you go. No, that's not true. The I only way like you go unnaturally go viral is if you're really hot. Unnaturally viral. Okay, maybe. I can maybe. If you like that. intentionally make a, a viral video. It's like, well, this is fake, but they're hot. So yes. Yeah. Or if you can do some like insane athletic thing, like a yeah. flip over. <laughs> like, like one flip. Have you ever seen these guys flip and like. <laughs> dip their toes in water in the middle of their flip yeah, yeah like the weirdest things and i'm always like whoa that's fucking crazy I, I saw, on to the next one <laughs> i saw something on twitter it's actually it might not sound funny explaining it but it was a male cheerleader doing some crazy like somersaulting flips but someone posted it in reverse but pretended that it was real like that it, that's how it was and people were believing that it was a real video so like <laughs> if you watch it thinking it's normal like the the last flip this dude do, dude does makes no fucking sense <laughs> so people were like dude how like this is voodoo like what did this guy just do he like the, i don't know i have to show it the way he spins makes no like it defies the laws of science <laughs> Cause in, i watched it i was like what the fuck is like, oh wait it's just in reverse like that's clearly why it's like that but yeah, everyone on Twitter was falling for that. I thought it was funny. Uh, um, yeah. So I've got some things that I uh, let me hear it. Lay it on me. That I thought were pretty. Dude, funny I feel so I out of it. You were saying you got drunk yesterday. I was like out late. I, I don't you get, think that double IPA is hitting you. 
No, I just, dude, I don't know. I just feel spacey. Every time I go out, like, I just can't think. My brain just doesn't work. And then we record the day after that happens. So. Yeah, no, I feel, <laughs> I, I wish my brain would stop thinking. Yeah, that'd be Because every time I'm hungover, I just sit around and I'm like, what are you doing with your life? This morning I had a serious, like, 27 years old, you're still getting wasted on your birthday. Like I think may- that's the only, I think. The- Maybe you should be an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I think I want to do one of those IV things. I've never done those, but, like, I think, like, 200 bucks, you have someone come in, just give you an IV, you feel fucking amazing when you're hungover. To you do, do those? To get, like, hydrated? Yeah, you, apparently you just, you, your hangover just goes away when you do that. Yeah, I mean, we, I, I have a, we have friends who are nurses. Should we do that one day? We should get blacked out on a Saturday and then record while they're giving us the IV. Record with an IV dripping? Yeah, that'd be sick. I like it. All right. Lay it on me. Um, oh, so I feel like I was noticing, because at this carnival, there's a bunch of uh, old guys walking around, especially at the beer tent area. And I was noticing, it seems to me that like you just get to one point in your life where you decide, this is going to be my shirt size forever. And no matter how much bigger you get, you always buy that same shirt size. Like these old yeah. guys that like you can, they're shorter and you can tell at one point in time, they're probably in great shape and they just still refuse to not wear a medium, even though their belly's like all the way out to here. You saying they're wearing smalls? No, I'm saying they're wearing mediums. Like they're, refu- uh, they refuse to like bump it up to a large. Maybe I feel like that happens more. So once people get into the XL range. I feel like once someone once you get to the XL size, it's very hard for people to allow themselves to go any higher than that. Because yeah. like an XL is still like a fairly normal size to be at if you're just a bigger dude. But like once you go higher than XL, some I feel like some people like struggle with that. It's um, yeah, it's rough to ask for a two XL, right? Because like going from medium to a large, it's like okay, like I'm just like large isn't a crazy size. But once you get out of that XL range, I feel like that's when that happens. When I was bigger in college, I used to. Like it's tough to find shit in your size when you're a bigger guy. And then we went to the, the like male XL store or destination XL. Right. And their smallest size was too big for me. So I was like, I was like, am I at the exact fucking (laughs) size that nobody has clothes that fit me? What are they starting at? Like three X? What the fuck? Yeah. Like bigger than that. Really? They started a shirt size. You can't find in a different store. That no way. I thought they just start at XL. No, not at all. That and makes like, no sense. And the pants all start at like 40. How do you even have, are there that many dudes that are that big that you could buy like 4X shit? I guess so. That's crazy. I was stunned. Wait, that is stunning actually. That is, makes no sense to me. Yeah. That just it seems bad for business. And it was frustrating to be quite honest. Yeah, damn. Just a, just a bigger guy out there trying to find his, his style. You should have then started another store that's just right in the middle. That's like perfectly right. Like, are you six foot tall, (laughs) roughly 260 pounds and want a store to shop at? Because I've got the spot for you. (laughs) And just in between an X and a double X. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. I always thought those started XL. That's shocking. The name is misleading then. No, but do you know what I mean? Like where I feel like. Yeah, no, I I feel like it's just like it's not a. It's not even like a pride thing. It's almost like a laziness thing. Well, I, where they're yeah, like, you don't want to think about it and figure it out. It's like, oh yeah, I'm a. But I think also part of it too is because I think a lot of guys as they get older, like men, you're. I feel like it's just the gut. Men just get the beer guts, so the rest of your body kind of like your your body shape isn't changing as much. That's not universal, but for a lot of people, so it's really just the gut. So 
your frame is still the same size, but your gut is making the shirt now too small. I wish I just had a gut. My man boobs are my least favorite part about me. Cause like I have girl, there's girls that would want my tits. I say that about myself too, but I get worried that mine are going to turn into man boobs at some point. Are you fucking joking? Seriously? No, I get, I, cause you don't think like eventually my skin, like I get older, my skin starts getting saggy and now I have man boobs. Like I think I'm destined to have that when I'm older, not like anytime soon. But when you're older, you point. will probably have yeah, man boobs. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I hope you have man boobs, actually. I think it will. That's <laughs> mean. I think it'll happen. It's just a matter of when, how well I age. I feel like you would, I feel like you'll age into man boobs nicely, though. I hope so. <laughs> I can only have fingers crossed. As a, a, a guy with man boobs, I, we would be happy to like have you welcome with, me. Ha- into welcome the you into the crew. Yes. Yeah. There, I, I wonder, can you like, if you just lose weight, does it even improve? Like, does it get, does it get better? So my, as my friend Luke likes to say, he thinks it makes them look worse, but I also think he just likes me fatter. He likes fatter me. The fuck? People have different opinions. Like some people like a plump me, you know what I mean? They're like, the jokes come out better. Something (laughs) about you being a little bit more rotund makes you funnier. (laughs) So he might have some ulterior motives there, but. He says he thinks when I lose weight, they sag and then it looks like the man boobs are bigger. But obviously they would go away. Yeah, they have. So I'm saying they have if to I go away. I lost enough weight. I haven't right. gotten down low enough to know if they could actually go away. Hmm. Maybe we should do that. Just starve yourself and see how long it takes. Yeah, I'm going to gain weight back with a vengeance. Though, yeah, if that's I did true. That. <laughs> that's true. I need to do it the healthy way, unfortunately. <laughs> I would honestly, I'd take a tapeworm. I've said that from day one. If you knew... Because the dangerous thing about tapeworms, unless I'm wrong about this, if I talk to a doctor and a doctor is like, like, what you're saying makes no sense. If, if a doctor is like, um, yeah, no, you you could very likely die from this, then I stand corrected. But, but. <laughs> I believe in my thoughts that if you, the most dangerous thing about a tapeworm is if you don't know it's a tapeworm. Right. Yeah. I wonder if. Yeah. I wonder if you could give someone a pill that's giving them a a tapeworm like a dosage of tapeworms for a certain period of time and then you give them the antidote or just like cure. mix it into like a bowl of ramen and let me slurp it down on accident <laughs> accident no but like wh- yeah then, why can doctors prescribe that to you and then why 90 not? 90 days however long it takes me to lose the amount of weight i want to lose i come in you pull that bitch out of me I don't know how that, that would, that's scary though. Think like someone is eating you from like the inside out, like eating, that's that's scary. But I know about it. So. Is that better or worse? That could be worse. Tapeworms actually get a bad rep because (laughs) tapeworms are considered parasites, but parasites are when like the thing is. Feeding off its host. Feeding off its host, but also negatively affecting the host. Because it's feeding. Are there ones that positively affect the host? There are ones that positively, and that's a mutual beneficial something or other. And that's where both are getting positive effects. But then there's a neutral one where like the host isn't making so much shit up, I think right now. No, I'm not. (laughs) This is science. Okay. (laughs) The host isn't benefiting, but the parasites benefit. It's not called a parasite though. Like being a parasite is what makes... Being negative to the host and killing the host is what makes you a parasite. Right. So tapeworms shouldn't be parasites because who's to say they're negatively affecting the host? That's not very. It does depend how you look at it. Yeah. 
I mean, they can go too far sometimes. <laughs> they, they can get a little out of hand sometimes. <laughs> but I take one. I've always said that from day one. As in, I'm trying to think. Day like, one being so scary. I guess whenever I learned what tapeworms were, I'd be so <laughs> I'd be so scared of that. That'd be nerve wracking. I feel like it would keep me up at night. I don't know. I feel like it'd be the least of your worries. Yeah, sure. I'm. Str- I've. Str- that's true. It's like I'm so stressed about everything else. It's like, what's the difference? Like, I should just take that. But I don't need to do that yet. Yeah. You don't I'm, have weight to lose. I'm worried it's going to hit me at some point, though. I am worried that there's going to be a point where my metabolism just stops. Do you eat shitty? I eat a lot. Like, I binge eat. So, like, when I eat, I eat till I'm sick. And at some point, that's going to catch up on me, you know? Yeah. And you're Italian, so you probably eat a lot of carbs. A lot of carbs. Like, Italians don't know what vegetables are. Italians also are the worst at making salads. Like, do you ever get a salad from a pizzeria, like an Italian restaurant? Yeah, so they just bad. throw shit. Like, they like, I don't know what to do. Like, lettuce and then, like, here's an onion. They you know what's no shocking? Clue what to do. Most of the time, Italian places also are ass cheeks at wings. Really? I like Italian wings from, like, pizzerias and shit. You don't like that? Well, the one... Really? The one that's by us actually has the best wings I've had from anywhere around here. But traditionally, I feel like most of the time, pizzerias usually have like trash ass wings. They just don't care about them. Like they don't make a Some homemade places sauce. For sure. Some places for just sure. Just like Frank's Red Hot. It's, but that's how Italians are is it's, you know, the pizza, the pasta, like the, the Italian staples, and then everything else are like, I don't know. And they just like throw shit at it. So like, that's kind of like their attitude towards salads as well. But the salads from an Italian restaurant from like pizzerias, they're literally, they're like what goes on a burger. Yeah. They're the worst. They serve you. They serve you the, just the toppings they put on their burgers. They just combine those in a dish. Exactly. They just throw shit together or you get the ones where they just put the cold cuts. Like, I don't know, throw some salami in it. Like, cause they like have (laughs) no clue what to do with fucking salad. They don't. My grandmother didn't, didn't restaurants don't. They throw whole fucking pepperoncinis in there. Like I'm like, what? I can't eat this. There's a stem on this. If you want to get something with veggies from one of those restaurants, it's just like steamed broccoli. Like they just don't know what to do with veggies. Oh, why we're on a, a little restaurant kick here i have one huge pet peeve about restaurants okay and it doesn't usually italian places don't usually have a lot of shrimp dishes so this wouldn't really be italian place oriented but i can't stand when places serve like a shrimp pasta dish and the the, yes and they have the tails on them still what why are you making me take the tails off yes that's also when um or like it's not in it, but when, when they don't take the poop out, what, would you ever have to do that with, with the shrimp? Um, I mean, most of the time, if you order them at a restaurant, no, they, they should devein them. I've ordered them at places where they don't do that. And I was shocked and I had no clue what it was. It's like, yeah, it's the poop. And it blew my mind. I bet you there's people listening now who don't know that's a thing because they've never experienced that. But I actually don't mind it. It's disgusting. Like it's so, it freaked me out. I was upset. Why is it disgusting? It's poop. It's yeah, but it's like a tiny little vein. It's not like a large amount of yeah, but still, it doesn't get off. It's like I don't know, it freaks me out. Just please do that for me for your restaurant. <laughs> but you know what else with the with the tails too? I agree that that's but annoying. I, but I think that's a standard procedure. Like you went to that sounds like a misprepared shrimp. I think most restaurants would always it happen at a resort. But I'm saying like the restaurants, like they're intentionally leaving, leaving the, the tails, tails on. Yeah. They're like, this is how we're gonna serve this. Dish. Yeah, it is dumb. Um, or they should specify because it's worse. It's worse when you can't tell and you just eat one and then you're like, fuck. Like if you kind of know ahead of time, it's not the end of the world, but it still doesn't, to your point, doesn't make sense. Just get, take it off. What do you mean if they, 
Because it, it, you I'm can saying, see if a shrimp has its tail left on it. Sometimes you don't notice if it's covered in sauce and you just pick it up and quickly eat it. I've done that before. I've like just not realized because I'm assuming it that they don't leave the tails on. Because that's what you're saying is normally you should not have the tails on. I've assumed. Yeah. I feel like I can always tell. I'm, I'm trying to put myself in a situation where I'm not able to tell that the tail was left on. I feel like I've always been able to tell. I was going to say also what I, I hate a pet peeve I have is when people eat like cocktail shrimp or something and with the tails and they don't get the meat that's in the tails. Do you get all the meat out? No, it's, oh, too, it's hate, too much work. No, it's not. It's like it's the easiest thing to do. <laughs> and it makes me so mad that people leave so much meat in there. All you gotta do is pinch it. Just the bottom, the base of the tail, just pinch it and it pushes it out. That's it. And pe- people waste like a third of it. <laughs> it makes it actually makes me mad. Like it, I don't know why it bugs me because it's it's so easy. You don't have to do that much work. It literally just a little pinch. Just a little pinch. That it's a fair thing to bother you. <laughs> Is yeah. it? I feel like uh, it's not. <laughs> I need to admit hey, also. I don't know how to eat um, like lobster tail. Oh my dude, I have no clue how to eat lobster tail. Okay, Zero I clue. wasn't sure if it's a normal no. thing to just like everyone else just knows what they're doing. Wait, the worst thing I ever did. Oh my god! So I went on. I was on a date. This was just before COVID. It was a second date. We went to a Spanish restaurant where they had like it's a lot of paellas and shit, and it wasn't there. Long story, but things weren't going well leading into. Did this they state. put shrimp in the paella with its fucking tail on it? I don't remember. Okay. It, too many they other probably bad things fucking were happening. Did. So yeah, she's climbing all over me. Look at this. She's so sexual. She, she is, is being dude. a little Uma slut. Is such a whore. She is. She <laughs> really like, is. The way she moves is slutty. She's like, mm. yeah. Mm. Like Betty just mm. moves around. Uma moves around like she's trying to bang you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the way she rubs her head on you. Yeah, if you if you're just listening, uh, one of Casey's cats is all over me right now, trying to <laughs> trying to get some action. Um, don't eat the microphone or the headphones. Um. So I was on a date and things weren't going well. The first date was the best day I ever went on. And up until this point, I had always bragged like I've never been on a bad date in my life. Because it's like people make it a big deal. It's like you're just going on a date. Just have a good time. Be normal. I'm good. One on one conversation. It'll be fine. And they always go well. So I've always, up until this date, have I, I told this story? I don't know if it was on the podcast or just to me. Go ahead. Continue. Maybe. But uh, we ordered the like she things weren't going well and I wasn't paying attention to what we were getting. I was like, get whatever you want. She got a paella with lobster tails and it was a fucking nightmare, dude. Like such a mess. I didn't know what I was doing. So I was making myself look like an idiot. So then she was like, this guy is an idiot. She starts trying to fix, do the lobster tails herself. And it was a mess. So now she's mad that she's a mess and I'm too stupid to open the lobster <laughs> tails. And it was, it was a nightmare. I will ne- don't ever order lobster tails on a date unless you really know what you're doing. Yeah. Cause it ruined the date. Or at least know the, the person, like I never get messy food. Um, yeah, I just wasn't. I usually do that too. I just wasn't thinking because I was so rattled about other shit. I was like, yeah, sure, just get whatever you want. Not thinking that she got something with yeah. lobster tails. Sounds like you're being a great guest. Fucking or a nightmare, great, dude. a great co date. I was, it was so bad. <laughs> I wasn't thinking or even listening to anything <laughs> that she was saying because I had so much shit going on. And it was one of those things that like you said you don't know how to do it. And you're kind of, you were kind of embarrassed to admit that. So that's how I felt. It comes out and I'm like, fuck, like I don't want her to know that I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> but that was very obvious when I tried. Lobster tail is a weird thing to get in a paella as well. Yeah. I'm, I fucking love paella. Paellas are great. There's this place in the city. I can't remember the name the, of it. With an S? Uh, that's where I went. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's they have Sakura. like a couple of, yes. That's where I was. Bro. That's what I got. That place is so fucking fire. Yeah. There's I didn't a know bunch you of those. could go with just two people. 
Yeah. Because they, they're massive dishes you have to like share with the Huge table, right? Dishes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went um, with like people from my office in Denmark for my last company I worked for. And like the Spanish ladies started singing and dancing up at the front of the restaurant with like their like they had the loud like stomping shoes on. <laughs> like you know? clogs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clogs. Yeah. That shit was oh Food that is was one fire. Of my, one of my favorite restaurant experiences ever yeah. in New York City. Very did you ever get the squid ink uh rice where it's black. Mm-hmm. But that shit gets all over you. That's I always didn't realize that till I ate it. But yeah, places <laughs> fire. But don't get lobster tails on a date ever. No. Um, speaking of restaurants, this actually segues nicely. Perfect. I was talking to a buddy the other day. He's like, I'm going to, he said, I'm going over to my friend's house for hibachi. You know, hibachi is Yes. where the guy like cooks it. Does the onion, the guy pees in your mouth, does the onion volcano and then like the chicka chicka choo choo. Yeah. It's like a train throws shrimp in each person's mouth around the table. So in my mind, the first thing I pictured was that this guy was hosting some sort of hibachi that he had set up where like all of his friends were going to come over and <laughs> then he the had like the set up his dining room table to be like the hibachi fucking hot plate thing and was about to put on a fucking show <laughs> for all sick. of his friends. How fucking funny would that be that, to do? That would be sick. Like, Hey, do you guys just want to come over for dinner and then put on a whole fucking hibachi show for all of your friends? I wonder if it's possible to easily order like at home hibachi. Like you have a chef, like a real hibachi chef come to your house and do it at home. Cut that. Don't put that in the episode. Yeah. That's a fucking that billion dollars. That is a do good, it in your house. What's the maximum amount of money you can have? What do you mean? What's like the m- a bajillion? Yes. <laughs> that's what that's we'll how have. that's how much money that idea is worth. Hibachi? Yeah, that's sick. That would Holy be cow. What was also funny, I saw a video recently, because they all do the same tricks. The I'm, not, onion, I'm writing that down. The onion volcano, the guy pees in your mouth, he throws the food in everyone. It's kind of my idea it. because it That's true, it did come. Well, it's it, both of our ideas. It's a podcast idea. But for the sake of any future legal disagreements that come up, can you admit that it's kind of my idea? first i don't know i think i came up with it okay we can settle this after the show to, i'll call my lawyer <laughs> i didn't realize you're gonna play hardball on this, this with me be, i, didn't, I did not realize that you were gonna play hardball um i was gonna say i saw a video of a, of a hibachi chef because they all do the same fucking tricks but this one guy he did basically a dragon ball z trick he did something where he just shot fire like that like a fireball out of i saw hands. a video recently and nobody cared at the table <laughs> like nobody <laughs> reacted to it Everyone's like, people, that's what people were tweeted. They're like, how did nobody react to this guy just pulling out it? Like literally shot a fireball out of his hands. Yes. It was crazy. Like flew and no one cared. I didn't realize you were talking about the same video that yeah. I definitely saw yeah. as well. I was like, oh, I saw a video I about think, oh, the I, guy I, did this recently. It's literally just you and me are liking tweets and then it comes up on our feed. Like, did you see that? It's like, yeah, it's because you like the tweet. Yeah, Probably exactly. I literally go to bring some. I'm like, oh, I'll see something about Tyler, the creator on Twitter. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like I got to you know, tell Vinny about this. It's because I tweeted it's it. it's <laughs> usually because you liked it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, so he just has one of those auto like settings on for every time Tyler tweets. I have alerts set up for when he tweets. For sure. <laughs> um, yeah, that was, uh, that's what popped into my head this week. The only things for me, uh, I just have two quick complaints. I do a lot of those, but one grocery stores, what's your grocery store of choice? My grocery store of choice yeah. is Walmart. Dude, you're a lunatic. Hey, do not knock it until you try it. 
Uh, I guess I go to Shoprite usually. I've been to Trader I knew Joe's you were guys. Say in the that past. New Jersey fucking loves Shoprite. Yeah, Shoprite's awesome. I've been a Trader Joe's guys Joe's guy before, but I'm not a fan of it. I like Trader Joe's, but they don't have normal stuff. Yeah, and it's they overrated. They only have weird stuff. They do a good job of getting you in and out, but the line's always out the door. It's a pain in the ass. But regardless, I I had this problem at the Trader Joe's I would go to in New York. I had this problem at the Shoprite in Hoboken, and it makes no sense to me, and it drives me crazy where they just run out of food in the middle of the day. Or like the Trader Joe's in New York when I lived there, uh, it was the one in, I think it's in Kipps Bay. It, they'd run out of food by 10 a.m. on a Saturday. Just get more of it. Like I, it makes no sense to me. If you're running out of food by 10 a.m., buy more. That's Like what the fuck? It happens every fucking day. Dude, I had the exact same thought at the beginning of COVID when – like but you couldn't get toilet paper when like we were running out of toilet paper and running out of i was like buy more how are you out of this how are you out of any dude there's no excuse we're in a first world country like i don't i don't no matter what excuse you give me i don't care like the one thing i they always run out of for me is cold brew i buy like it's called stock it's like stok it's like pre-made cold yeah another company they run out of that shit by mid, I literally my sister went a few hours before me. and I told her, "Do you get a, a concentrate thing, or no? Like, do you have actual, to make it, it's or it's no, already down made?" A cold brew, yeah, it's gotcha. A so, have, sorry, I can't. Have you seen the? Um, I get Instagram ads for them. It's like a company that makes it looks like a box of wine, but it's, it's cold coffee? brew coffee, and you put it in your fridge. No, and then it's got a little spout on it, like a box That's of wine. Sick, yeah. That actually would be awesome. I would like it's, that. It's a real company. If, you if, could buy it. If you get the ad. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. It, it <laughs> looks you, like it might be. <laughs> if you get the ad, send it to me again. You get it. But yeah, they were at So my sister went a few hours earlier than me today and I told her, I said, hey, if you see it there, get it for me because it'll probably be gone by the time I get there. And it was like, if you're running out of it by 1 p.m. every fucking day, get more of it. <laughs> it'll sell. Like I just, it doesn't make fucking sense. You can't tell me. It's like, no, it's impossible. Everyone in the country wants this cold brew. They have no extra inventory. Just get more of it. Yeah. Did you're just it's poor management. They should be <laughs> fired. If that's happening, the guy who runs or girl who runs the grocery store should get fired. Um no excuse. I literally went to and and that's one of the reasons I go to Walmart as well. Because no one goes there. Because <laughs> you never no, it's not because no one goes there. It's because they just have more of everything. Dude, it just they have more of everything if that's than true, anywhere. Maybe else. I'll start going to Walmart because it it infuriates me it's like i shouldn't have to be lined up outside i shouldn't have to be in a line out the door of the grocery store when it opens like it's a new sneaker release just to get the cold brew i want walmart doesn't fuck with new york city well, Think about it. well yeah there's not is there, how crazy is that is there any in new york not a single one and they don't even try and go close to new york i bet you there's not even one close to like hoboken because i think it would just get trashed i, I just i it's strange i mean target does it I guess. Yeah, it's true. There are Target. Are Target here. and Walmart really even competitors? It's a different vibe. It's a much different vibe. Target, I feel like, is a lot nicer. I go to Target when I want to buy something nice. Yeah, yeah, like some things for your apartment. Like they have good furniture and decor and things yeah, like that. Yeah, they're a good home, like home a home goods, goods kind of place. Yeah, Target, I think, tar Target. I've heard people call it that to be a little fancy. It's a, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. one up. I it's think the it's, French pronunciation. Yeah, it's a level up from Walmart for sure. Is there anything lower than Walmart? Is Walmart... Let's fucking take it easy on the... I fucking love Walmart. I'm not saying that as a knock. I'm saying in terms of, like, if you want something cheap, the cheapest you're going to go is Walmart. Is there, like, a store that's... Oh, no. Walmart will... will Walmart is the price. <laughs> best price for literally everything. You know what's frustrating also is 
I'll go into Home Depot and I feel like Home Depot is like training its employees to say this more often now. I'll be like looking for something like, oh, like we, we have it available on our website. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go buy it from Amazon now. Yeah. I mean, like uh, you just lost a customer. That's true. Yeah. I, yes. I guess I could go buy it from homedepot.com, but then it'll, it will get here in fucking 14 days yeah. at the fastest. And I could order from Amazon and the Amazon people, the delivery guys have a gun to their head. Like if you don't get it there <laughs> in eight hours, you're fired. <laughs> so they'll get it to my fucking door the next day. Seriously. There, there's stories about that. I, this is going to be go a little off tangent, but, um, I've been watching a few things about Amazon and their, how they treat their employees and shit like that. And how they just hire and fire people just all automated. So there have been people who are delivery people that have gotten fired because it's like this one guy, there's a story where he just was one of their top employees and delivery guys always did a great job. And then one day he had back to back deliveries that took longer than it should have. Cause any delivery they get, it basically says we expect this delivery to take X amount of time. And usually they're unreasonably short, like impossible to get to it. Yeah. And the guy just had instances where it was, you know, Oh, the, the gate was locked and I couldn't get in. He's trying to find a way around it and stuff like that. So that happened to him twice in one day. You just got a text message. You're fired. Fuck off. Shut the fuck yeah. up. This yeah. is a real thing. Yeah. This can't be a real thing. That's a real thing. He got fired by text message. And that's how they, that, they do that. Jeff Bezos has also said that he views employees like all the warehouse and delivery people as having a three year shelf life and basically thinks that after three years, they're going to, their productivity is going to go down. They're going to stop caring and get lazy and they're going to not enjoy it. So he doesn't give a shit. He wants people to leave after three years. So after three years, they try to almost encourage you to quit. What? Yeah. I can't believe that this is been, real information that nah. people, I've been deep in the Amazon. Uh, you've been like, digging. Yeah. Not digging. I just, this one political YouTube show I watch and they talk about it a lot and they shit on Amazon how bad their practices are with their employees. Yeah. Is it called like QAnon Live? No, it's uh, <laughs> it's actually, this is a good recommendation, Breaking Points. It's great unbiased political news. They just had their own, they used to work for The Hill. They used to have a show on The Hill and they just broke off into their own independent show. One guy's a Republican, like traditional conservative. One guy's, one girl is a Democrat, but they both will shit on like their own parties and stuff. It's Love that. It's actually a very good way to get unbiased news. Yeah, I think. you need to get a little bit of um, shit on you yeah, in order to shit on. Right, yeah. So they, they'll go after their own team, which is nice to see sometimes. That's actually not to get into the porn world again. <laughs> That's actually how it works in the porn industry as well. What do you mean? When you get into shitting porn <laughs> for the first time. They're like, well. It goes both ways. If you're going to do this first, we're going to shit on you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, grocery stores just figured the fuck out. That's basically the point of it. It makes me mad. And the manager buy should get more fired. Things. Just buy more things. If, hey, we don't have enough of these things, let's get more of them. I feel like that's a pretty <laughs> intuitive solution to the fucking problem. Hey, it seems like people keep buying these. <laughs> what, what, whatever should we do? Like, <laughs> fucking buy more of it. Another thing, uh, my complaint is credit scores make no sense. Nobody, nobody understands how credit scores work. Nobody knows how they work. And then, if you use your credit, your credit score goes down. Makes no fucking sense. Because I used my a lot of credit these past few months buying stuff, like furnishing my apartment. My credit score just goes 30 points down because I used the credit they gave me. It's your available credit. But like, why is that bad? I have the credit. I'm supposed to have credit and not use it? No. It's just down. Your credit score is down for right now. It's temporary. I know it is, but it's just dumb. It's just, and people don't really get 
uh, like if you ask people like how your credit score works, nobody knows. You could ask someone who works in that industry and they still really don't get it. Nobody truly understands how credit scores work. I hate to shut you down on this, but I truly feel like it's a pretty like basic formula. I don't think like, I think is. I think anyone who takes any like I think you could look up how is my credit score calculated and within I don't think you get within, a straight answer. Within 30 seconds of reading I think you're so wrong. I think it'd be like looking up the definition of a word. I think most that's people that's how explanatory. I think most people don't know. I, I'm going to look it up right now. How does credit how do credit scores work? I I think it's how your do age. It's your longest line of credit, your oldest line of credit. That affects things. How long have you had any credit at all? On-time payments. Available credit. Like, you kind of get the general gist of it, but it's still just, like, to get to oh. the number, I don't think you people... Like, you know some of the things, but something... I don't know. I think there are things that influence that was your a, credit. N- this reaction feels like no, I didn't your fi- Google search... I didn't find anything yet. It was just too long of an article. I didn't feel like reading it. Uh, I think there's a lot of things that influence credit scores that people don't really get. And I don't get why just because I use my credit. So it's like, oh, we your credit's uh, however much money, but oh, you can only use 30% of it or it goes down. Like, why? I should be able to use the whole fucking thing. You can. You just have to pay it off. Right, but they, your credit score goes down before they even give you the chance to pay it off. Like, the second you, you use a, a good amount of it, your score goes down. Like, well, let me get a month to pay it, and if I pay it, then we're good. Why is my score down now? Just because I used it. <laughs> but it goes back up. I know, but it's just... Du- it's it's but, a formula. It's a dumb formula. It's a formula where like one of it's the variables is available credit. And when you change that... But why is that bad? Why is it bad if I use credit that I have? Like, if you can use $100,000, let's say, and you use 80000 of it, why is that worse than if you use thirty? What's the difference? You have hundred to use. So why is the eighty bad? That's a good point. That's like what that's what I'm saying. It's like it, maybe it, it's like the credit credit score is used to de, to tell people who are giving credit who they should and shouldn't give credit to, right? So you should only give credit to people who aren't going to use it. You should only give credit to people who don't owe a lot of money already. You shouldn't be giving more credit to someone who already owes a bunch of money. Because they've used a lot That's of That's a decent point. But I still think that your score immediately goes down before you have the chance to pay it off. And I don't like that. Give me a chance to pay it off. Give me a month. You know Just what, one month. You know what makes no sense? What? Uh, stealing identities. How is that like a thing? What does that even mean? Now that's a good one. What the fuck does it mean when your identity gets stolen? Yeah, like I get when your credit card number gets stolen, but your identity, like if I have your social security... I guess is that what it means? But then what do I do with that? Yeah. What are you, is, are you acting? Are you pretending to be me? And you're just like getting into bars with my name. <laughs> <laughs> Cause like, I don't care if that's the case. Yeah. yeah like, Go crazy. Yeah. What are you taking flights? That is true. Like, cause it goes again. Like if I have your banking information or your credit card information that I understand why that's back. So I'm spending your money. But if I have just like your, your just, info, like <laughs> just your ID. Yeah. What do I do with that? You ordering packages on Amazon? <laughs> yeah, wait, actually, I never thought about this. <laughs> yeah, what does that mean? Like, what do you do with someone's social security? This is people probably know the answer. And like, you guys are being idiots. It's this. Well, they're probably, I think the answer is you probably like, you open up a line of credit. And then it's on you. Like, so then 
they're not paying it off. It's like, oh, yeah. you owe this money. Yeah, I mean, that must be it. That's exactly what they do. Yeah. But I, but I'm just saying like it's, I don't know. It's a weird, it's a weird thing. Stealing someone's identity. I also get mad when people complain about their data getting stolen or their information getting stolen or all those things because it's everything's stolen. My identity's out there. My credit, someone has my banking information right now. They're, it's just a matter of whether they decide to take my money or not. For sure. Yeah. All of our stuff's stolen. All of our data's taken. Everyone's tracking us. It's over. Like, I don't keep nearly a good enough eye on my, maybe I shouldn't be saying this on the record, <laughs> but I don't, I don't watch my bank account nearly well enough to like know, you know, a massive chunk I would, I would be able to tell. But like, if you somehow were just like taking like 10 bucks out of my bank account every day. That would, that's what people do a lot. That would add up over time and I would have no clue. I mean, that's like, I think I said on the show, I, my credit card got hacked through my Chipotle app and all they did was buy Chipotle with it. With your credit card? Yeah. I didn't say this on the show. It probably took the longest time for you to realize because no, it's so small. No, I figured small. it out right away because I started getting alerts in the Chipotle app like, your order's coming. I was like, I didn't order anything. And then my app crashed and I couldn't get into the app and they like changed my information, I guess, so I couldn't lock in. And then I just looked at my account and I said I had three Chipotle orders. And then I called the Chipotle. They're like, you, we don't have any record of an order from you. And I just canceled the card and that was it. So like someone hacked my account through Chipotle and I, I do this all the time. So I shouldn't say this either. Like you talking about, I would get emails sometimes from things that's like, it'll be like, Oh, like suspicious login or someone change your password. And I'll just be like, okay, like hopefully nothing happens. Like I don't really use that that much. Like I got an email about my Chipotle account and I just ignored it. Saw it. What? Yeah. No. So that's not, I would not <laughs> ignore that. Cause I'm like, it's whatever. It's my Chipotle account. Like I didn't think like, I just wasn't thinking like, ah, they won't get my credit card. Information Anytime I get an email like that, unless I'm the one doing or like it. Old email accounts, like an old Yahoo account. That's so old to go. Someone in India logged in. I'm like, whatever. I don't someone use that. Someone in India <laughs> logged into your or someone email. from Saudi Arabia or something. It's always like one of those two countries. Yeah. I was like, okay, like whatever. Like you don't do that. You actually figure it out. You just <laughs> turn to a detective. I just I let it go. figure it out. But usually they're like, Click here if it wasn't but sometimes you, I, sometimes and we'll I get, do everything else to protect you. Nah, but sometimes I get worried that's a scam. I don't know. I'm so worried about getting scammed because sometimes I feel like somebody, I really didn't do that. Like nobody really did hack my account, but someone's just sending me the email being like, someone did hack your account, click here to stop it, and then you click it and that's the virus. Yeah, it's just penises all over your screen. <laughs> no, I don't know, penises, that's where they, <laughs> they steal my identity. Um... I'm thinking next level here. I'm two steps ahead of them. Have you ever, I, I, I kind of sometimes get worried about that with, have you ever gotten like the robo calls that just don't say anything and hang up on you? No. It's, it's like, it's weird. Like it makes me think that like by picking up the phone, they've gotten everything they needed. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck. You're like, <laughs> just by, as soon as I hit pick up the phone, they were like, fucking idiot. Just Click. hang up. Yeah, we, we got them. Because literally it'll be like a, a robocall and I'll answer it. And I'll be like, hello? Hello? And then I'll be like, click. <laughs> That's kind of scary. It's like something <laughs> to kill you. Dude, I only get robocalls all, every time it's my fucking warranty. The, your car's warranty. And they don't specify anything. I literally it's, think that there's a it. company out there that like has a setting wrong somewhere that they fucked up. They think it's giving they're a message car, every time. They're yeah. this car warranty company and they didn't realize that they hit like call everyone instead of like only call our actual customers. No, there's just a thing. It's like they're trying to steal your info. But like how is it every single person? 
every single phone number in the world this car warranty company is somehow dialing. Bounding is a real car warranty company. Oh, well, yeah, I know that. But I'm saying like... How do they get the, everyone's numbers? I'm, no, I'm saying like how is there not another pitch? How yeah, it, like with a different idea, yeah. You're dialing every person in the world and work. you haven't switched up the pitch. We've not talked even about once. this before because people fall for it. So why put in more effort? Someone's going to fall for it. The dumbest people will fall. I think you made that point. The dumbest people, you put in the least amount of effort because then you find the dumb people. True. And that's who you're going to take advantage of. True. But yeah, everything's just the car warranty. So honestly, though, I'd be way, I'd be really sketched out if I was getting just nobody, like just breathing and they hung up. That would freak me the fuck out. <laughs> These ones aren't breathing. It's just like immediately like, nah, nah, nah. That's, yeah, I don't like Phone that. Phone call ends. That's scary. Someone's going to kill you, I think. Yeah. And I'm like, there's somebody on the, in my head, there's someone on the other line who's like, yes, we fucking got it. <laughs> got that motherfucker. We got a social. Um, Okay, should I, should we go to stories or should I do my last thing? We're at an hour. Um, just get into stories. Yeah, let's yeah, do let's stories. stories. All right, so I haven't watched this, so Casey, I think has, I think he's watched it. Um, Richard Branson made it to space. Yeah, the Virgin, uh, Virgin Galactic is the spinoff company that he made, and my thoughts are like, would you be in or out on this? In terms of what? Doing it yourself. Just going into space? So it's like not exactly going into space. It's the edge of the atmosphere. I think it's just fake. Like you're not really in space. I I think it's completely cap, as the kids say. You think they're capping? You think think Virgin Galactic is capping? Yeah, you're not really in space. It's it's a technicality. Like you're technically in space. Hold on. I want to pull up a video, though, to show you. You haven't seen any videos of this. I haven't watched the video. I was telling Casey, my favorite comedian, uh, Andrew Schultz, I watch his podcast all the time and they were just making fun of apparently Richard Branson had a speech when he got up there and he's like, when I was a boy, like yelling at the top of his lungs and they were shitting on him the whole time. Yeah. I had to watch it though. It was, it was a weird speech. Should I get into just my like beef about? Yes, please do. All right. So I told Casey, I, I'm, this is a tweet and it's an example of what pisses me off. This guy going, I don't even know who this is. I've seen this guy's Twitter account though. Dan Price, you know who Dan Price is? No, I don't know. I see him. People tweet his tweets, like retweet him all the time. He says, remember, kids, if you study hard, get good grades, go to a good college, get a job, work hard, never take a sick day, live within your means and do what you're told. Then one day your boss might go to space. And I keep seeing all these people complaining that the billionaires are going to space. And I think everyone should shut the fuck up. It's not the billionaire's fault that you're a loser. Everyone, most complaining, most people that are on Twitter complaining are just and mad at people. You're just mad that you're a loser. And it's not anyone else's fault that you're a loser. Like this guy's like, oh, like remember if you, oh, so you did what everyone else does and you're just like everyone else. And then this guy did something different and is successful and it's his fault that you're a loser. Yeah. It's it's your problem. Figure it out. Yeah. He's like, like an Uber, Uber billion kajillionaire. He can do what he wants. He can do whatever he wants with his money. You're a loser. Stop being butthurt that someone else has money and is successful. I just think it's annoying. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, that's so mean. Like, and it's like, oh, so so your boss can go to space. Yeah, he's like, your boss. <laughs> he's um, also like paying your salary. Yeah. He's the reason you have a job. He's the reason <laughs> you get to work on like a fucking plane going to space instead of some loser ass nerdy shit and whatever other lab you'd be working in. Yeah. It, everyone is just a big fucking crybaby and upset that they're a loser. And I think you just worry about trying not to be a loser instead of blaming people who are winners. Come 
congratulations to everybody for, uh, for creating such a beautiful, beautiful place. Congratulations to all our wonderful team of Virgin Galactic for 17 years of hard, hard work together this far. Main gear touchdown. Oh, he, stupid he, ass he basically, Richard Branson, it basically did this to try and beat Jeff Bezos up into space. Kind of did on a technicality, barely got out of the atmosphere. I think this is just, it's a technicality. He, he got up there. It's not that impressive. Get yeah, to the moon. I mean, it's just a plane. It's just a plane that went really high. Yeah. It's not. Cool. And apparently they had like f- five seconds of weightlessness. Yeah. They like unbuckled real quick and that was it. Yeah. Where, where they like, Moved around. Yeah. But I'm wondering the logistics of it, like the angle of the plane. Like if they shot too far, would, would they, they just w- kept going? That would be so funny, dude. Oh if Richard my Branson God. was trying to just beat Jeff Bezos to space and then fucks up and just gets lost in space and never comes back. Also, you should have seen the branding of this like vehicle, the, the plane. Looks it had like Virgin written right across it. It was beautiful branding. <laughs> well done. Yeah, I just... People go to space. I don't know. So you made it out of the atmosphere. Like people do all the time. Go to the moon. Go you don't to Mars. believe. You don't believe that there. You don't think there's something to the idea of seeing the Earth from that high. That's definitely cool. Don't get me wrong. I could be cool to see the Earth from that high. But you really is no. Where, but they the astronauts say there's everyone who's been to space says there's like a, there's a term for it. It's like a sociological or psychological term where like you realize like how little little everything matters when like you get that vantage point. I mean, yeah, I'm sure you have. I'm sure it's crazy. I just think people like people have done more like he didn't do something that hasn't been achieved before. He just went to space like he just barely made went to space. Yeah, I also, I read a description of what they were going to be able to see from the plane. It was like, they'll be able to see the rounding, barely see the rounding edges of Earth. So they're not even... Yeah, you're not even getting that good vantage point that you're talking about. Exactly. They're not, I I don't think it counts. I don't think I'm going to count it. I'm trying to decide, would you be, would you go? If it was reasonably priced and you could. Would you sign up for this just to go do it? Reasonably priced? Yeah. If it's something crazy high, no. Well, actually to do this, maybe not. I want to see the, I want to see it. Like I want to get I wanna far go, enough. I yeah. want to go to the, the International Space Station. Yeah. 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 I want to do it. That I would save up for and pay for. Yeah. That would be cool. But like just doing that, it's like, I'd rather save a little more, spend a little extra cash and get a little further out. All right. Here it is. Something profound happens when astronauts see Earth from space for the first time. Seeing planet Earth from space can cause a shift in awareness. According to NASA astronauts, the state of mental clarity is known as the overview effect in which the viewer becomes overwhelmed and awed by the size of Earth. I mean, yeah, I'm sure it's awe worthy. It's crazy. It's Earth. Fucking Earth. It's fucking Earth. Dude. I mean, we're all living here on it. You think if we, when we go, when we're able to go to Mars, will you be one of the first people or no? I don't think I'm rich enough for that. Say you were just hypothetically speaking, if you could, if it was just like a sign up. Yeah. It's like sign up, you either go or stay or for sure. You would. Oh yeah. Nah, I'll just die here. Oh, you mean forever? I got, I can't come back. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you meant, no, no, no. I thought you meant a nice little vacation to Mars. Now people can live on Mars or would you go live on Mars? Live there? Maybe not. Even if there was like a slight, like 
there's a chance that Earth isn't going to make it much longer. So you're like kind of taking a gamble that the Earth might not make it. So people are doing it for survival. It depends what the nightlife scene is like. The yeah, commute, like, is, is, the commute, is shit still popping off? Are they going to have laundry in the building? <laughs> or yeah, am I going to a, yeah. I have to go to a laundry bath for that? Yeah, that's true, actually. That does factor in for sure. I would stay the building amenities. I like it here. I'll just die here. <laughs> I think that's kind of how I look at it. Imagine that's why you decide to go to Mars. Like, laundry. Well, their laundry. In, it's in our In our unit. In unit laundry. In unit, babe. <laughs> We should, um, we should really check out this whole Mars thing. We should look at this listing out there at Mars. Honey, it's a different planet. Okay, <laughs> so it's a little further away than this place. We've been saying we wanted to travel. We can visit our family on, on the holidays. <laughs> um, Addison, right, next story. Addison Ray was in hot water twice this past week. One was... Uh, after For the UFC fight, I don't know if we pulled... This the- actually kind of lines up perfectly with that tweet, the Virgin Galactic tweet. That I read? With the people going crazy about yeah, this it's tweet. Yeah, sim- it's the same it's the same fucking people. Yeah, exactly. R- read the tweet. The same group of people are fucking ripping this girl apart. Yeah. Because she got... Um, did you say what she did already? She got picked to do like the red carpet basically at this UFC event, the yeah, Conor McGregor, McGregor fight last fight, week. Yeah. Um, so she posted a picture and said... I studied broadcast journalism in college for three whole months to prepare for this moment. Obviously. Sarcastic. Sarcastically. And the big J journalists of the world are going nuts about this. Yeah. And people just complaining that she like, it's not fair to real journalists. Like you're a loser. That's it. If you're upset about, if you get upset about people succeeding, you're a loser. That's just it. You're mad. You're a loser. And all these people that are trying to get mad saying like, there's more qualified people who she took that job from that job wasn't meant for a qualified journalist. Yeah. That's not, it was the job was meant famous for a megastar. Yeah. And she probably didn't even really do anything. She probably like barely talked to people just like for two seconds. Just if you're face. an actual professional journalist, you shouldn't want to do what she did at that event. That's true. Yeah. People like, are just crybabies. People are mad that other people just, that's it. They're just, people succeed and they're like, well, I worked hard. Like, I deserve it. You don't deserve it. If you didn't get it, you didn't get it. It's so weird, these TikTok stars, because I think everyone's still kind of trying to figure out like what their level of stardom is. Like, I feel like older people, like older generations, even I'll like include us in that as well. Like we're in this older that I'm talking about. Don't get how famous these girls are. Right. Like, does their star power truly translate out of the norm their typical demographic like does it stretch further like tom cruise stretches across age demographics like are they at that level where my parents will know them like i don't know but they're probably more famous it's weird how that works they have they definitely pull my i mean this girl addison ray has 38.6 million instagram followers instagram that's not even her main platform like tiktok she probably has more yeah so it's like we're all still coming to grips with the fact that these are like our new Kardashians. These are our new. Yeah. Like who's more famous? Yeah. I don't know. They hang out with the card. Like all these girls, yeah, all these she TikTok was on, girls just hang out with them. That now. was actually weird. My sister, I forget like when or why it was on, but she was watching in like Courtney Kardashian was friends with Addison Ray, which is weird. She, Courtney Kardashian is like almost 40, I think. But I fucking, I stand Addison. Yeah. I like her. Yeah. She's but, fucking cool. So she also got in hot water again because then the Nelk boys, who are a famous YouTube pranksters, uh, they posted a video of <laughs> Addison Ray 
saying hi to Trump. Like she got excited and said hi to Trump. And people have accused her in the past of being a Republican, I guess. And people were upset that she said hi. People were like, Addison Ray, your Republican is showing or something. She should just own it. Yeah, like I just don't, I don't think that matters. Like whatever. It doesn't matter to me. I could see why it would matter to some people. But like, don't not say it. it I, I like her less if she's like, not saying it because she doesn't want to like lose followers. Like if you actually vote it, could she might not have even been able to vote. She probably wasn't old enough to vote. Actually, no, she was old enough to vote this time. Not the last time for sure, but tw- last year. Yeah. Oh she, yeah. 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 I, I think, think she's she, 18 or 19 or I think 20. she's 20. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So if you voted for Trump, just wear it, own it. I don't know. I think most, I think that was a problem with Trump is most people don't admit like, cause it's such a bad negative connotation that most people don't admit it. That's why he won the first time and ever. And it was like the big upset. Yeah. Cause people didn't want to admit that. It was like I, all I these white a, old guys that were like telling their wives and everyone that they're not going to vote for Trump. And then they all fucking went and voted for Trump. Yeah. I think it's just, I don't know. There's like it, you, when people get mad about things as insignificant as her, just saying hi to someone, it's like, that it, like it, then when you get mad about things, it's like oh, it's just everyone gets mad about everything. Like, yeah, you, you can't you get deval- mad at her for for saying hi to yeah, him. You get you devalue people getting mad. I could see, I I could, I could see why you would get mad. I understand you getting mad at her if she voted for him, and like you really hate him. I actually like I could get that, but like you can't get mad at her for saying hi to him. What yeah. the fuck is that? Yeah, and I guess because she was like too excited or something, but like. Also, the Nelk boys. I, like, I feel like it's like seeing, like a, a ghost. Yeah, like, like seeing him in Trump, person. Yeah. Like, holy shit! That's that, fucking Donald Trump. That's I like, would say that he was in the crowd, and ESPN wouldn't show him on the pay per view. They like ref- they didn't put him on TV, but like he was there, and apparently got a huge reception, like a big like positive reaction, and they just like didn't show it on the pay per view. Also, the Nelk boys, that guy Steve will do it. The main, I think he's the main guy in the Nelk boys. He just posted some selfie with Trump being like, <laughs> I don't know, I forget what he said, but just like trolling people like, fuck you guys or something like that. Dude. So that's like what you're saying. Like, do you if you're think, Trump I wonder if it. he'll have a, uh, a turnaround here, like all like ex-presidents, you know how like former presidents are always usually like, I don't know. looked upon in a really great light I actually they're think, not president anymore. I don't think that's always the case. Some for sure. I mean, Some, definitely the two in our lives, like Bush and Obama. I think Obama, got, it was worse. I think Obama had more praise when he was president. No, post-presidency Obama is the man. He fucking like surfs and well, yeah, plays but bat. Like he's the fucking, he's I, cool. I think in terms of people, well, he's cool for sure. I think in terms of people's view on him, I actually think it was better when he was president. No, I absolutely think. not. I think? I don't know. Absolutely not. I don't really paid much attention i guess to but bush care. absolutely bush for sure yeah bush like for sure. has thrived he, he paints now so post-presidency yeah. you know i actually was thinking of a funny analogy to it the other day because tom brady post patriots it's kind of like a presidency post-presidency do you see he played all last year with a torn mcl i didn't see that he played the whole I'm not surprised he what, won the super bowl with a torn mcl the whole season he's really like the best like it's almost crazy to say, but like he might be underrated still. Yes, I think that's true. He's the best athlete I think ever in American sports. 
Does I think dominate? it'd be between him and Jordan, probably. Yeah, I guess Jordan. We never watched Jordan play, so I don't really know. I watched like old Jordan. But it's but it's, people say when you watch Jordan, like that's the whole MJ LeBron debate is like a lot of times people are just like, I don't know how like I can't use numbers or anything like that. Like I just need like just watching Jordan, he was more dominant. Yeah. Yeah. Probably Jordan, LeBron, and uh Brady, probably three most dominant athletes in American sports. Tiger Woods. And Tiger. Although but Tiger, the problem, he had a downfall. Like he now, like he started to suck for a long time. And so also the it. problem always with Tiger in my mind is there's lit- he can't be the greatest athlete of all time because there's literally a greater athlete of his sport that he never passed. That's true too. Yeah. Like he never passed a uh, Nicholas. Or yeah, yeah. He never passed him in majors or went like anything. Yeah. So like, it's like he was the greatest of our generation. He was probably playing. Actually, can we lead this into the last one and then do the bachelorette one? Yeah, for okay, sure. Cause this leads into it. So with the Shohei Otani thing, um, we'll get into why we want to talk about him, but I have like a tangent to go on really quick. I feel like some of our listeners might not know who Shohei Otani is. That's true. Shohei Otani is a, he's from baseball player from Japan, Japan. Japan. And he is most, if you really don't know baseball, usually you're just a pitcher or a hitter. And if pitchers have to hit, they suck. Shohei Otani is amazing at both which is unheard of, like it never happened. So he's like leading the entire league in home runs and he's just one of the best pitchers. Yeah, leading the league in home runs and an ace for his team as a pitcher. And when he doesn't, he's so good at hitting that usually like when pitchers are on their off days, they don't suit up at all. He's their DH. He's like literally the best hitter on their team. Yeah, he's, yeah, so he is, yeah, he's the best hitter in the league. So he's kind of like taking the sport of baseball by storm right now, because like the only person you could compare it to that people have been is Babe Ruth. I even saw an article the other day that said we need to stop comparing Shohei Otani to Babe Ruth. That's wait, he's, that's what, he's better. No, like, like, that's, that's what the article is th- titled. This is my, that's why literally the tangent is going to go on. Fuck Babe Ruth, dude. Why do people act like Babe Ruth was good? Like comparing Shohei Otani to Babe Ruth makes no sense. Have you looked at what Babe Ruth looked like? He's a fat old man. Who looks like Artie Lang because his nose is enormous. You know what Artie Lang is? Okay. Um, Dude, Babe Ruth. Babe, why do we need to bring looks into this? Babe Ruth was not a good athlete. Really? He, there's no, you think if Babe Ruth played today, he could hit up anything? Those guys at that, he was playing guys with their greatest athletic achievement was running to first base without falling. And these guys are throwing 100 mile per hour sliders and hitting 500 foot home runs. He was a fat drunk guy. And everyone's like, oh, the first guy since Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth was not good. For his time, sure. He was playing morons, though. I don't only know. white guys. There were no black or Latin guys. And they were all, he was fat and did no shot. He was athletic. Yeah, but he did it on hot dogs and beer, brother. That's, that proves my point more. You didn't have to be a good athlete. He was literally a fat schlub. He was probably drunk playing. And he was like, oh, my God, Babe Ruth. He made it to second without falling. But he did hit the most home runs of all time. Yeah, dude, guys are probably throwing. What do you think the top, the fastest pitchers were throwing when Babe Ruth played? I have no idea. I don't know enough about baseball to probably contribute to dude, this argument. Like, there's literally no. If you put Babe Ruth in his prime in today's MLB, I don't think he could foul a pitch off. Come on, I'm dead serious. Like, I don't. If you put him against Jacob Degrom, he would not even. He would swing and miss at every pitch. Would never hit the ball. Foul. Wouldn't even foul it. It's tough to say because like the only 
thing I can picture of Babe Ruth is like oh, all in black and white. So like I almost think, yo, this cat. She wants to. <laughs> she does. You want me, don't you? You like me? Don't be weird. It's my child. Hmm. This cat is all over you right now. Yeah, dude. She but tried ba- to climb up. Babe his back. Ruth. Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth couldn't even play high school baseball. And I kind of get the feeling that, although, what do you think? Like the people from like the black and white era. Do you think most people from our era could beat the shit out of your average person in that era just because of like beat them up like physically like in a fight? No. Just because different. of like health standards like we have That's the same too. level yeah. of medicine and technology and then miraculously somehow we meet each other. The exact average man in the world today and the exact average man Yeah, in the world we'd back probably then. come out on top. Yeah, I would you, see you, so. you would But they're just so? grittier. They're like tougher. Like they had to deal with more shit. Because Babe Ruth got that working against him then. Yeah. But I still just say, like, I literally think Babe Ruth couldn't. If you put Babe Ruth against the best high school players in the country, I don't think he would get a hit. Okay. I'm dead serious. Like, You're just going to keep stepping a little I'll go bit low, further? Dude, yes. He can't, he, can't, <laughs> he, can't, he can't beat a 12-year-old team. No, like, I'm dead serious, though. Like, I really mean this. No hyperbole. I don't think Babe Ruth could hit a, a top high school pitcher. I can't, I just simply can't agree with that. Those guys, the fact that the, one of the greatest baseball players of all time, how many pitches do you think people threw back then? They probably just threw fastball. I they bet you they just threw fastballs. You're just making things up. No, I'm not. Do dude. a little research before you, think you in, in like the 1920s or whatever fucking year it was. Guys were, guys were throwing 97 mile per hour sliders. Can you imagine if he, if, I don't know. Dude, there's you no brought way. this research with you there's for your no, argument. There's no way Babe Ruth could get a hit against high schoolers. Are You're you, asking me know. questions I cannot answer. How fast did pitcher, pitchers throw in the 1920s? In 1912. It's crazy how old he is. And he's dead. Gag, yeah, he is dead. He's dead as fuck. He's so old, he's dead. Wait, two why can't I find this? Oh, looking oh, things up while your recording's not good. They threw gas, didn't they? No, I can't find it. How fast did, a, did pitchers in 1930 throw? Yeah. So. So does this mean for every sport we're going to take away all of the old guys? Yeah, we should. Dead serious. Like, but it's no, but it's especially baseball. Like, who's the guy that has the rushing record that's like never going to get beaten? Is it Eric Dickerson, maybe? No, Emmett Smith has a record. No, I think Eric Dickerson has like the most in one season. Uh, he and played like, late enough, though. And it's like such a, yeah, he he's fell into your time window. <laughs> okay, good Dude, to know. in the 19, they, this says, most pitchers didn't throw as fast as 90 miles per hour. Some who relied mostly on breaking pitches, who the breaking pitches definitely weren't as good as guys today, were a lot slower than 85 miles you're, per hour. You're assuming. Got, guys throw 97 mile per hour breaking pitches. The fastest these guys could throw was in the 80s. Guys are throwing their slow pitches in the mid 90s. Yeah, but I'm saying Dude, you don't know. Nah, I know for a fact. <laughs> I will. Put, I will put. Well, bring Babe Ruth back from the dead and have him play against top, not even top, just decent high school pitchers. I don't think you could hit him. Okay, I'm dead serious. All right, if that's if the Babe Ruth hill is the hill that you want to die would, on, I would die on that hill a hundred times out of a hundred. Mike I'm, Piazza would crank. A Babe Ruth pitch out of the park. Do you love too. Mike Piazza? Yeah. Mike Piazza is my childhood hero. Yeah. I'm dead serious. <laughs> I knew I, I kind of had a feeling. I love him. Yeah. I have like. Sh- I was my- watching a video of him. 
um, hitting a home run on 9-11 the other day. Yeah, fired that's a, me his up. most famous home run for sure. Yeah. Um, he, well, it, was in, it was right after 9-11. It was like the first game back from 9-11 yeah, to yeah, hit yeah. the home run. But one of my favorite Piazza things, it's like a recent thing, which I'm not going to explain it well, is he owns some Italian soccer team that's not they're like Siri, like D, like they're not even Siri, duh. Yeah, they're not even <laughs> close to being in Siri A. And he he was getting mad. Something happened where he was pissed. So he and he's had a press conference and he's literally at like a shitty folding table and he's just he's a huge like fucking massive dude slamming his fist like screaming at the fucking guys like having a like mental breakdown. <laughs> but I just at a tiny folding table like almost broke it. I don't know. I love him though. He's my hero. I cried. I was at the game where they retired his number at City Field for the Mets. And I cried when they showed the video. He cried. Literally teared up, like <laughs> like significantly. I was basically like crying. I have a cool He's distinction. I went to Mariano Rivera's last game in Baltimore. And then the, a year later, Derek Jeter's last game in Baltimore. Last, their last game ever or their last game playing in Baltimore? Last game ever playing in Baltimore. That's so random. Like why just in Baltimore? <laughs> Well, because Gettysburg's only like an hour and a half yeah, away. Yeah, Gettysburg's close, yeah. So we just like looked up when the last game they'd be playing at Camden Yards. You would think that be. was a big moment in Derek Jeter's career? Like, wow, I'm never going to be in Baltimore playing again. Well, it. <laughs> <laughs> like the, playing against the worst team ever. <laughs> kind of. I mean, they're in the same division. Um, but like Mariano, they gave him a, a throne made of all the bats that he's broken there over the years. It's they probably, have those saves. That's probably not random. Real. Yeah, there's no way that's but real. But that's what they called it. That's crazy. Yeah. You you think Babe Ruth could hate Mariano Rivera? There's no <laughs> That's way. There's like dude, like there's no there's How no How long have you been thinking about this? When as soon as I saw them someone compared Shohei Otani to Babe Ruth, I got furious. I'm like, dude, that makes no fuck like I did so I did in your defense I read this article cuz I thought the headline was so fucking funny. It was like we need to stop comparing Shohei Otani to Babe Ruth and I thought it was going to be like Babe Ruth fan fair no and then it was like because he's better and yeah. i was like oh shit babe ruth is trash dude. so i read it and like i did have a different impression of babe ruth than I, I guess what reality is it was like babe ruth pitched for like a year and then he was like a shitty pitcher at that like he wasn't even that good of a pitcher the only reason he pitched is because of how shitty all the other guys were but that's like also they say that about um like the Celtics and Bill Russell and all those, they're like, like basketball fans. When they talk about basketball, they like don't even count those championships. Dude, that's, but that's all sports. though. like, imagine the best guys from the sixties playing the best guys today. Damien Lillard shoots from half court and makes it every time. Steph Curry just flicks it and it goes in. You think those guys could have Santa chance? It shouldn't count. They should figure out when like those stats don't count anymore. Pre like they have like BC it should be like before people were athletic. It should be like a thing. Yeah. They, if they figured out all the different eras, like if baseball had like a documented steroid era where they were like, yeah, this is who is the home run king of the steroid era. Like, who do you think? Okay. I'll reverse it now. Put Mark McGuire in his prime at the same time Babe Ruth played. How many home runs do you think Mark <laughs> McGuire is going to hit? 
<laughs> like a million, dude. He would have hit a home run every time he batted. Like it wouldn't have been fucking close. It made like it's it's so, imagine Barry Bonds against like some fat drunk white dude who's like what the fuck from the nineteen twenties. In your mind, they're, dude, those baseball guys were, in the 1920s. They were just drunk. They were. They're all ripping cigs in the dugout. They had cases of beer on yes. the field. Like you're picturing a rec league softball. Yes, game. they were. Dude. It's what a major league baseball yes. game was in. I think like, those guys couldn't run in straight lines and they're like, oh, these were the athletes of that day. <laughs> Babe Ruth, I'm pretty sure it confirmed was a drunk. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yes. But that doesn't mean he was like actively wasted at games. Do you see how out of shape he looks? Do you know what he looks like? <laughs> he's a little rotund. <laughs> a little. But he's like a very lovable character. Dude, but think about like, he's, a, he's li- a good guy. But, Has he been maybe? canceled? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Imagine, uh, but think about like he's a little rotund. You've used that word quite a bit today, and he was the best player. So imagine what everyone else was like. So like that was like peak athletic performance. That was peak human performance at that time. Yeah, but what if the other guys were also like, it's crazy that Babe is so good when he looks like that, and we all look like the our super athletic no, selves. Dude, no. The, the, those guys were trash. I would beat those guys if I played at that time. I did three home runs. They keep saying crazy shit. If I played baseball in the 1920s, I'd be a Hall of Famer. Dead serious. I I actually think that if you gave me a year to practice and pu- then put me in 1920s MLB, I would be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Hundred percent. I would mash home runs. Did you even play in high school? Yeah, yeah. I played till my freshman year and I quit. <laughs> I dude there. And just think what you were saying too, like the average, like those people were probably so small too. The biggest guys are probably my size. Yes. Yes. I I do. I, I see your argument. I do. I just think like, what's the harm? Who's Babe Ruth hurting? Why do you need to bring him down? Like what? We should bring him down. He's what trash. A, what about, what about Babe Ruth being considered a great baseball player was grinding your gear so much because that you, he's, this he, is was great for, he was on. great for his time. But to com- to compare him being good 120 years ago <laughs> versus the guys today makes no sense because it's just not comparable. It's you're not comparing the same thing. It's a fair point. Anyway, the show. Hey, <laughs> yeah. So. So. OK. So Stephen A. Smith, we're going a little long. We should get going. So Stephen A. Smith got pseudo canceled he just was on espn the next day so nothing really happened but people got mad he had to apologize he he just did his apology apology not long ago and did you see he was like thanking every or he was like apologizing to everyone yeah like not just like the asian community he was like apologizing to literally like like everyone to do this apologies to the gays like (laughs) imagine imagine you could apologize yourself like into more trouble somehow (laughs) Like, I really want to say sorry for the gays for some shit that I said. And they're like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> what did you say about the gays, Steven? <laughs> Steven? <laughs> um, he he actually doubled down, I think, at first. I think at first he was defending his original point, And then I think ESPN was like, yo, fucking apologize and shut up. I actually think it's a fair point. I agree. So, I, I Dude, yes. I, well, I, I think he's probably delivered a little I think, yes. I think the word he... So, all right. So, what he said was that he thinks it's not good for the face of baseball a.k.a. Shohei Otani, we said is Japanese, needing a translator, like not being able to speak English. And I think the problem is he used the word that it's a net, like he said it was a negative. I don't think, I don't necessarily would say it's a negative. Like it doesn't hurt the sport. 
Like to say it hurts the sport is wrong, but to say that it would be better if the face of your league in a league where people speak English, that the person spoke English, I think that's a fair point. Yeah, I think um, I think the point he was making is a fair point. He just like didn't make it. Yeah, he delivered it incorrect, like wrong. Yeah, and he happened to do it for a sport where like a lot of fucking people don't speak don't English. speak English. Yeah, like a lot of like the Latino guys need all the Latino here. guys like speak a little bit of broken English, and yeah. and they're still. I also was getting mad. I I will defend people too when people are like oh like they should just speak english like as if that's i mean like yeah it'd be better for them probably for like to market themselves i guess like to the original point if they spoke english but it's not one english makes no sense the rules of the language make no sense at all especially in comparison to other languages so it's definitely hard to learn i'm sure two you also have to think like it's not just learning the language it's also you're learning the language to speak live on tv that if you misinterpret something or don't understand or say the wrong thing it's gonna go everywhere it's not like you're just learning the language and speaking to people privately so like even if some guys can kind of speak english and they still use a translator like i kind of don't blame them because you don't want to misspeak yeah i also kind of think you can be funnier through your translator that's true too you making your translator say really weird stuff would be funny (laughs) or yeah that would be funny just make him say things that make no sense to the question (laughs) i'm more so even i was saying like you your translator will know how to use like funny quips and jokes in english like right he'll know how to yeah, yeah you know how to use like sarcasm or things like that with your language right where like if you're speaking broken english you might not know how to come across right exactly and then when your translator says it they like probably make it they say it with the tone that you're meaning or whatever i don't know but i i think um the point is the point and the problem that this is the point is that like yeah you need to be if you're English speaking, you're more marketable in America. Yeah, that's in America, and yes. that's just a fact. That's how. If you're in Italy, it's better if you speak Italian. If you're in Spain, it's better if you speak Spanish. Like that's just not a exactly. I just think the promise he said it was a negative. I wouldn't say it's a negative. You would prefer that the face of your league in an English speaking country spoke English. I think that's fair. Yeah, and it's a also, um, kind of like no, read the room. It's been lot of asian hate stuff going on lately just like don't i don't know i just think it's a fair point i think people are just being crybabies about it i think he delivered the point but i think if he delivered it correctly it would have been fine he delivered it very poorly saying it was a negative but people say that about ufc like ufc fighters who don't speak english the ufc struggles to market them sometimes and then people make the point like oh what about this person and that person it's like if you're the best player in a league, that still over- supersedes everything because the point is your performance. So if you're like the best player, but you don't speak English, you're, you'll still be a marketable guy because you're the best player. But if you're a mid-tier guy, it's how are you going to market yourself? Because you're not the most elite player and now you can't speak the language of the country. Like it, That's objectively harder to market than say someone is a mid-tier player, but they have a great personality, like super colorful, like they're funny and they do all these things like that guy is easier to market. Exactly. If you're middle. So like, yes, if you're, like that's why I think that's why I think Stephen A is wrong and saying it's a negative because Shohei Otani is so amazing that it's really is irrelevant if he speaks English or not because he's the best player and it's crazy we, to watch him. Do we think maybe he was saying like it's not negative for baseball 
Maybe he's saying it's like. No, I think he said it's negative baseball. Yeah. I okay. think that's what he was saying. Say maybe he was meant like it's a negative against like the, maybe like if we're building like a should Shohei be the face of baseball resume, one negative would be he doesn't speak uh, English. Maybe. May, I don't know. Maybe. But I think, I think it's fair to say it would be, it would be, be easier to market him if he spoke English. I think that's a fair point to make. Um, I I do as well. Okay. Although they marketed the shit out of Yao Ming. Right. But that goes back to what I'm saying. Like my, that's why I think he's wrong. Yao Ming breaks, a negative. Yao Ming breaks your, because he, he's the top guy. Though. He's the top guy. Oh, he was one of the best players when he played. Come on. He was, he was good. We're going to call Yao Ming one of the best players in the NBA. At his time, he was an all-star every time he was in the league. He, his career was really short. He only played eight years. He was not an all-star every year he was in the league. I'm say that with all right, let's see. There's yeah, no way. We're doing too much research like live on the show. Yao Ming All Star appearances. He's an eight-time NBA All-Star. And he played uh shit. How many years did he play? Come on. This is good. This, this is so stuff. such bad podcasting, dude. <laughs> mm, I don't know, but eight time he definitely didn't play more. Than right, 10 eight years. time all stars are already impressive yeah. enough for me. I guess yeah. I I just didn't. I was thinking he's more in the like freak show camp. You know what I mean? He you can always market freak a freak show. I love seeing those things where yes, that's true. I love seeing <laughs> these things now where people they keep it keeps going viral. Where they'll show younger like basketball recruits that are like seven five playing 15 year olds and they like don't even have to move and they just dunk on all these kids i love the, while watching those i love the um six foot five 260 pound fifth grader yeah playing football, football yeah just like nobody can tackle them <laughs> it's like literally an adult man it's an adult man on the field with children it's insane that they let them do that um all right let's wrap it up i'm very long um i'm just gonna do my song is I'm going to recommend is by Dollar Baby. It's called Never Sober featuring Tay Brown. It's good. I'll play it. My recommendation, Seth Rogen has a new book on Audible. I think it's called Yearbook. It's fucking awesome. It's really funny. Okay. Any last words? Love you guys. Thanks for the birthday wishes. Happy birthday. My Venmo is at KCB Drake. If you guys want to send me any, um, any birthday gifts. Gifts. Bye. Bye. Married to the lifestyle Married to the lifestyle Never living so well Married to the lifestyle Never living so well Gotta do it right now Living in the moment This is just a lifestyle Feel it taking over This is just a lifestyle Learn how to control And I can never let my heart die Now they family but we got mob ties I never switch, I never cross eyes Treat these pussies like my exes, they get crossed out They got the bag in my possession like it was lost I told myself that no more waiting And I'm on some drugs, but can I be faded? I'm an artist, bitch, I speak painting Funny how my feelings changing You was baby, now you acting basic Never sober, I been smoking daily Never get comfortable, niggas still gon' hate you Fell in love with stunt too hard, money felt amazing They know I been working too long, I can't get them breaking Always kept my moves quiet like I was doing breaking Never switching, never changing how I live Cardio vision, they all my frames, I can't 
ain't see him I ain't stop, hell no, I can't give him Life's a bitch, so you know I had to hit him now Married to the lifestyle, never living sober Gotta do it right now, living in the moment This is just a lifestyle, really taking over This is just a lifestyle, learn how to control And I can never let my heart die That ain't family, but we got mob ties I never switch, I never cross eyes I treat these pussies like my exes, they get crossed out They got the bag in my possession like it was lost and found Niggas don't like to be themselves no more Generation way too insecure Don't know if that's our fault But hey, call me out my name, that's words of war And I don't need lie to talk about people that's irrelevant They shoot at us, we shooting back Don't care who's sending it And I'm in love with my melanin Think you talk cause he not checking it I keep a stick but I'm not no shooter That's why I call on my specialist Yeah, famous rapper, I still get lonely I still send checks to my homies Life ain't sweet, no Zach and Cody Twin Drake hoes like Zach and Cody Try to take everything like alimony Get my bag, but I do it low-key Get my bag and I do it lonely Ride through the fold that 30 on me They don't really ask me how I be They don't ever ask me how I am Go through ups and downs, pick up my crown That's what made me a man Married to the lifestyle, never living sober Gotta do it right now, living in the moment This is just a lifestyle, really taking over This is just a lifestyle, learn how to control it. And I can never let my heart die That ain't family, but we got mob ties Switch, I never cross eyes I treat these pussies like my exes, they get crossed out They got the bag in my possession like it was lost in fact